Welcome to the Gamer Code Podcast, a show where we talk about all the latest updates in your favorite games and rants about all the problems that go along with it. Today, we are talking about the big C, coronavirus, and how it has affected our gaming world, because there has been a lot of serious effects on the world, some good, a lot bad, and that's what we're going to how do y'all feel? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Let's get a first impression yeah. on how uh, each of you have been independently affected by Rona. Oh, fuck. I'll go last. <laughs> I have crippling depression. <laughs> I'll go last on this one. Dude, it's... <laughs> dude. Just, it's been rough. Just as a whole, it's been a roller coaster of stress. Uh, just... Work Seriously. combined with work, and then you know, but that's not part of the topic. But that's just Corona, I guess, in general. Just the roller coaster of work, and then streaming of the roller coaster that it's had because it's definitely been a roller coaster of good and bad. <laughs> what about yeah, you, for Brett? Sure. Um, you know. I'd say when COVID hit, I should have streamed more and should have gotten into more of my content, like, releasing and all that, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, we a lot of us had more time but, okay, than ever to make content, <laughs> but and in the beginning of COVID, I did. I did. I gr- was grinding on that content train, and now it's just kind of just, I'm kind of fizzling off with burnout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I think it was the same thing for me, where uh, at the start of everything, when everybody was off work, I was really pumped about it. I was like, yeah, there's going to be watching content. And more I had, people uh, to play with. That was actually yeah. my but first original the, thought. Also on the flip side, if we go to the flip side of that, there's more people that are out of work. So more people yeah. are thinking, hey, I could probably make a little extra money on the side by streaming the games that I'm playing. Oh, yeah. And uh, I saw... So uh, the competition went up as well as viewership. Oh, yeah. I saw a, uh, a small increase in my my personal viewership uh, first half. Then I um, kind of dropped off the board there. <laughs> a lot of that was the, probably due to me. The first, yeah, the first few months of COVID, I probably saw my best viewership ever. Like, because I'm definitely I'm not going to say I'm a high end streamer at all because. Right now, my average is like four to five. Right, but when I was doing, streamer. what's up? Pro oh yeah, I'm pro streamer, bro. Pro streamer. But see, hard drive right there on the wall it means pro streamer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when I went during the beginning of COVID, like April, like March and April of last year, I was doing 15, 20 viewers at time, and that was native viewers. That was like new people. Because I was just screwing around in DCS and just people just popping in. Oh, yeah. You get a lot of viewers I just play was DCS. Too, not anymore. But, wow. You're, you're, um, not on a, you're not regularly. Yeah. That's called crippling depression and being exhausted yeah. all the time. <laughs> I, I feel that. Yeah. Dude, I, I work so much now because now that COVID's fizzling off, I. I work 40 plus hours a week on call two of those nights. Like Tuesday and Wednesday nights, I work 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. and then get woken up at one in the morning because there's a medevac flying in. 
and then I have to be at the airport in 20 minutes <laughs> to sure. meet the plane. Yeah. <laughs> All right, GP, how has uh, the road <laughs> affected you? Well, I mean, I, I was working as a paramedic from day one of COVID. So I have been there from the start to finish. I contracted COVID, so I got it back in December. Uh, and that was, it was before COVID was like really a thing. So I was just dealing with it myself. Um, yeah, you know, what's funny is I think I might have December 19? When I, I yeah, was December there. 19. Yeah, I caught in December 19 because I was working the U.S.-Mexico border in San Diego and so there was a significant amount of pass through, and I think I caught it from somebody there, which I made. Well, it I think I, but I, I did all right. I'm ninety nine percent sure I got it. I never got a check because shortly after that, I went on the COVID strike team at my company, and so I was deployed for eighty two different days, and I was able to build up my stream setup, build PCs, build a bunch of different things. So it actually benefited me. Unfortunately. I, the way I word it is a little bad, but I was able to help out people, and I went all over the California helping out with COVID. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely pulled away from some gaming time. Yeah, I definitely definitely missed you while you were gone, but we 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 glad you're back. <laughs> we appreciate you. But Shit. yeah, I I feel you on. The, I I'm pretty sure like. We appreciate like, you and all the frontline workers, honestly. Oh, yeah. November and December, I think I, I caught it working at the airport because I was down for a, the count for like a month, just coughing and felt like I was dead. Yeah. And then right after I moved to Spokane, boom, COVID. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, at least you got so... the move out of the way. Oh but yeah, I, I got the move guys, before yeah, COVID. You definitely yeah. lucked out on that. You definitely lucked out on that move. Like, yeah. So what I want to ask you guys is now that COVID is kind of, I want to say, going to be a prevalent thing for the next couple years. Do you think that more game developers are going to be switching their games to more, like time-based games rather than just kind of like more and more content based out there? That I th like I don't think creating more games. I don't think game the game developers are going to change up their games very much. Gaming is going to be gaming. You're going to still have your niche markets. You're going to have your Call of Duties. You're going to have your World of Warcraft. You're going to have your League of Legends. You're going to have your American Truck Simulators. Gaming is gaming. I don't think that's going to change very much. The development portion of it might change because of social distancing and whatnot until we're okay. able to that's what i was gonna well, say i, guess I think i think it, uh, until I think it's gonna be more difficult for developers to uh, it's gonna be more difficult games. for them to make it because they have to they can't get together everything's gonna be on a discord or zoom call this is an interesting topic for a little bit later first i want to talk about some of the of coronavirus in the gaming community and as of uh march of 2020 there was an increase of approximately 75% more active players across the board. All console. Yeah, I totally see that. In addition well, to that, people... around the same time, there was a 23% increase in all video games. Well, right. That, I mean, that's just... video games for a lot of people are stress, stress relievers. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And when this... And... When this stuff for like first hit, I mean, you guys, I I mean, at least for me, I kind it was kind of interesting. It was like, 
this shit's gonna go crazy and like you were more like checking in with your friends and your family and like seeing how everyone is doing and I don't know just yeah 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 I definitely see the I definitely see that increase in gaming um just because for me the start of covid I gamed a metric ton because there was nothing else to do it was either Netflix oh, yeah. or gaming. If I wasn't at work, because I was still working, I was one of the very few blessed with being essential. Um, I work at an airport. Blessed. I, with, dude, I, I literally... Curse. Blessing the curse, because I was very lucky with where I work. I didn't have to do shit <laughs> for, like, months, because the airport was dead, but airport's still open. Right. So I only worked three days a week and Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then Tuesday through Friday, I was just vibing. That's good. And Hell yeah. So gaming, I could, so I totally see the 75% increase because I gamed a lot more than I do. Because <laughs> once I went back to full time, my gaming went to. From all the time to almost never. Yeah. So, dude, um, it's because I'm just so tired. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely feel that. And so, I want to take a second to talk about the uh, the games that likely only got big because of such as Among Us, the first one. Well, yeah, Among Us, of course, and uh, Animal Crossing. I believe was one because more people were sitting at home and. A lot of people. I think Animal switches. Crossing popped off in the beginning. Yeah, it popped oh, yeah. off. Ju- it it popped off just before COVID hit. I I know that it popped off just before COVID hit, and then as COVID hit, and it was quarantines weren't hitting quite as hard. It was starting to blow up a little bit more. Just because it's a definitely a good time killer. Personally, I don't play it, but. <laughs> And never Among Us becoming it. a huge game. I never played it either. I refuse to let my wife play it either. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want her getting addicted to it. Like, I see all over TikTok. <laughs> um, we saw a huge increase in Among Us. It became a really interesting game for, for us to play, which I think um, kind of played a big role in our time off during the virus pandemic because it allowed us to together with a bunch of friends and it's so rare you know uh, regular gamers know it's so rare that you can find times where you can get four or five maybe six people to game all at the same time and you know during... getting 10 people and still having more people wanting to play yeah. like like if someone drops off let me know <laughs> yeah. that was such an awesome thing and honestly i think it, that's something that helped us that helped a lot of people through uh, you know this pandemic and a good, or a good chunk of the pandemic oh, yeah. playing with zuku and everyone yeah and, and, oh yeah yeah that was, that was some good times i kind of want like as bad as it is i do kind of want to go back to those days because that was some fun time oh it was amazing my uh i i do miss sister and those my wife and bretsky and i y'all got to play among us really, really oh you guys fun. played the other night fresh invite Oh yeah. In my Discord. True. Dude, I have like a hundred Discords that I'm a part of, Sorry so I only have two unmuted. <laughs> I have this one unmuted and mine 
<laughs> this is this Discord and my Discord are the only Discords that I don't have muted. You're oh. working forty plus hours a week, I see. One You one have my Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat me like, yo, among us. I'll be like, okay, bet or I'm working. Be there in five hours. Well the thing is like now I know <laughs> your work schedule, so it's easy oh, okay. for me. This has actually been a really frequent thing for me, is like now I know your work schedule and so I know when to not to invite you to games. True. Um, one thing is, do you guys feel like when COVID hit, like when COVID hit, I don't think it really affected a lot of people because everybody was kind of expecting like a week, a two week, like quarantine. But as it went on, did more of your friends that weren't into gaming as much per se, reach out to you for more advanced topics about oh, yeah. gaming? Oh yeah. Cause Definitely. I, I personally feel like, like when I first started, like I was always like a big gamer. Like I started playing games when I was like five years old i remember sitting down my dad's super nintendo and from there on i've always been like yeah PCs I've always been and playstations and xboxes and like the latest and greatest and playing games and then got into streaming and like enjoyed it but then like as covid went on i noticed a lot more of my friends that weren't super into gaming were reaching out to me about things like like what games to get what are some new games coming out what's gaming culture you know, and then on the flip side, I also noticed because as a PC gamer and somebody who did build my own PC, a lot more people were reaching out to me about building PCs. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I definitely noticed that there was a significant increase in people trying to build their own PCs. Like yeah, one of my friends, I did. I had a full on video call in teaching my friend how to build a computer. Like they called me on like a Snapchat video call and I helped them build their computer because they bought all the you parts do that for me one of these days <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i'm always down but like i just noticed that like a lot more like people reaching out to me for things like you know help with their computers help with their games trying to get into oh, yeah. gaming a little bit like in a more detailed sense of like wanting to expand into gaming wanting to expand even into twitch like i noticed some people that didn't stream before we're like, hey, what's Twitch like? And I, I understand the cultural shift because now all of a sudden it was like everybody is like shifting into, oh, you Twitch. know, there's like gaming and streaming and like people understand like, you know, like and I think what it did is it also expanded because before it was just like the, the meta game for a lack of a better term of like you know somebody would be like oh i'm super into among us oh i'm super into fortnite oh i'm super into call of duty and now people were, i think we're discovering like if you go into the steam store there's some games that aren't even that popular that people were like wow you know and i think that helped us that's how like, among us popped yeah, off like, is oh, some yeah. big streamer found it in the deep depths of steam like, hey, and this is that's really how among cool. us popped off oh yeah and um definitely i definitely had a personal involvement with that specifically with my sister who is not a gamer you know i don't think she had touched a a, a controller since playstation one and when covid hit you know her husband was trying to get her to to play on pc and, on the ps1 right <laughs> but uh she started getting into among us and now she's starting to get into this kind of field of, of gaming and all that and Kind of funny to see someone who I I never thought would ever ask me to play a video game start messaging me on Discord to to game. Same with my oh, yeah. sister though. Same with my sister. Like when when COVID first hit, 
she was stuck at home and she was bored and i was and oh was didn't like, you find her a switch in I, I, I in spent, animal crossing I, yeah i spent days trying to find her me and her spent days trying to track down a switch and she's like like she didn't understand like the idea behind a scalper like she was legit about to drop like five six hundred dollars on Oof. an animal crossing themed Hell nintendo no. switch and I, I i mean but i mean like did scalpers really like did scalper did the scalpers profit off of covid by taking advantage of people oh, yes. that okay. weren't typically well, gamers was, before there was a lot of people oh, yeah. that took advantage of the system i mean it, like that the scalpers always will it will never stop but they really had everyone's balls clutched oh yeah with that because like COVID, one of the later topics that we're going to be talking about is scalpers and graphics cards and PS5s from yeah. the last launch. That's later topic. I'm not going to yeah, get let's not super get into, into it right this second. <laughs> but they've had everyone with COVID. They've had everyone by the balls. Oh yeah, but um, looking at some more of the statistics, we actually need to give a little uh, hats off to Call of Duty for a moment because. Right at the start of this, they decided, you know, they're going to make Warzone its own independent game, and they made it free-to-play. And so during COVID, when they did that, you know, they saw a rise from 30 million active players to 75 million active Jesus players. fuck. Over that's a lot of the span of what COVID. The, that's a lot of people. That's, yeah, that, I mean, that's a lot, but what was the amount of active players playing Fortnite when that game was really popping? That's, that's what I want to question, know. Actually, I don't remember the statistics can, on that so one. Let me see if I can pull up but some statistics between... While you're doing that, that was a... I, I think it's kind of interesting to see um, adding on to new people getting into gaming and everything. Look at the individual statistics for different games and how many people started started playing more games. Uh, FIFA saw a 200% increase in players um, during their second fiscal quarter. And right in the middle of COVID, NBA 2K saw an 82% increase, and the Steam platform uh, saw records of peak statistics in 20, 21% more games purchased and 50% more hours played. Wow. Oof. Talk about an increase in sales. I mean, now, do you think that with all these new... Well, I mean, I guess it's not new sales because it's been a, about a year since COVID hit now. Like, do you think that they're going to be creating more, like, more... I should say, like, better created games and more, like, Honestly, I think... No, I think uh, on the contrary, we won't see too much of a change from the big developers but what we will see is honestly i think a a lot of people are going to start getting into the more independent jobs you know something like things people can do from home you know games like a disc space you know Mm -hmm. that someone you know simple games like that that people can make by themselves that was such a fun game we need we need to we need to play some disc space again (laughs) and i think uh we'll we'll start seeing more games like that where uh, are independently making their own games that could lead to some very interesting gaming i agree yeah, yeah. most definitely can't wait most definitely we have any fortnite pulled up yet i'm working on trying to get it it's kind of difficult to get this statistics here 
being a little. All right, but... let me. Uh, <laughs> well, do let's some searching here. Let's but... just push no, into it. our next topic here. Yeah, you keep going. I, I I can multitask here. So here is the big baddie of the day: Cyberpunk 2077. This game was delayed times throughout the year and was still unfinished years Years. (laughs) (laughs) well just just this year or last year now but um it was delayed three times and they released an unfinished product definitely Uh, oh yes and no so yes and no a lot of a great game they released in my opinion a great story a a unique story that we've never really seen before a good game i thought it was decent where everybody's saying it was unfinished was the glitches and i understand behind the glitches like the issues and the 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 maintaining of of the game was not the greatest they definitely had to like release some patches and they had to release some stuff but at the same time (laughs) i think that they released a good game I thought 100%. it was a good it was a good story driven game. As somebody who played it for 24 hours straight, I was I there was unless you I played it, it on game. the last gen consoles. And so this is this yeah, exactly. This is the the thing I'm kind of curious about is this game was made for the new consoles. It was not made yeah. for the the last gens. So I'm kind of curious to see if this is the start of um developers struggling more to uh, create games through covid or if this was just the fact that this game 100 shouldn't have come out yet or or and um, well here's the here's the thing with that though one covid so they had a harder time testing two they were receiving death threats to release it (laughs) they were getting hundreds of death threats saying release this or we're gonna kill your family that's the other thing I want to talk about is the uh, the outcry from the fans to release it and you know, people people because wanted everyone it so was like bad, release it but... release it release it stop postponing it so they're like fine right and... here <laughs> I, if we can't make you happy here and then we're like why'd you release it it's broken and we're like well you fucking told us to release it yeah and so that's uh, that's <laughs> kind of curious is we we see this kind of awful combination of the outcry from fans and developers struggling to make games during covid and i i honestly think that this game probably just shouldn't have been released on the last gen honestly it should have come out sometime mid this year well, it's and because been they a promised it would be on game. the ogs yeah of course because when they ever initial, initially announced it well it's not even more sales it's the fact that they initially when they initially announced it they said oh yeah it's going to be on the xbox and the or the xbox one and the ps4 Right. They, that's how when they announced it, it's going to be on that. So they had to keep that promise. But within with technological advances, we're like, well, shit. That's there's a well, now that's, that's the PS5 and the Xbox One S. That's XS, what I'm saying is uh, the last gen consoles were not ready to handle this game, and no, no one could even get their hands on the new gen consoles. So even if they wanted to release it only as a next gen game, they couldn't. They would have next to no. But the people who like the people complaining about you know like eh, it doesn't work on my Xbox One. Well, the Xbox One is what five years old now, on a brand new game that was 
it was your console at this point is an afterthought because they wanted to fe- make you feel included. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, stop complaining. The days of um, GTA Five on PS3. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. That's a good comparison. Or like when I had GTA Five, when I had my when I had my old gaming laptop, I couldn't. I got GTA Five and I couldn't run it at all. It would not launch. Yeah. It says no. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I dealt with the same thing when I uh, the first time i ever got subnautica i was playing on my little 300 dollars acer computer my my computer just said no <laughs> it was just like no dude no, but like, no what the fuck you're thinking but, but the thing is is that we understand that we our hardware just wasn't up to just weren't wasn't able to keep up yeah and like i'm my computer now it's it's i've got a 1070 in it and a ninth gen i7 the ninth Gen i7 can still hold up, but a 1070, we're on the 3000 series now. <laughs> <laughs> I built this in 2018, it's, I think. Yeah, 2018, I think. Maybe so, yeah, beginning yeah. of 2019. End of 2018, beginning of 2019 is when I built this. I think it was tax return 2019. All right, so, so uh, <laughs> as far as cyberpunk is concerned, do we want to talk about the elephant in the room? Oh, yeah. The ha- oh, the hack. The hack. The infamous while, hack while of we're this on, morning. Yeah, while we're on the topic of cyberpunk, yeah, they're, they're oh, hack. Right, That's G- a major oh, lead on this one. This morning, <laughs> I had the Twitter alert um, of the cyberpunk hack. So to give a synopsis of it, essentially what had occurred was some a hacker group infiltrated their servers. They stole a bunch of data and encrypting their servers. Their servers are now back. They've recovered it using their recovery system. So good for them. I thought they were fast on that. However, the big thing is, is the hackers claim to have defamatory, 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 defamatory information about CD Projekt Red and the developer and some of their business dealings. And now the question arises is what are those business dealings? how it affect and they're also threatening to release the source code for not only uh uh cyberpunk but they're also threatening witcher and their other releases so on, on i that, was reading wasn't, into um wasn't the witcher just bought by microsoft they still I have the source code link somewhere I'm curious about that yeah i don't know about the witcher and microsoft i didn't I haven't heard anything about that honestly but i was reading into cd project red's response and they're saying they're like yeah we understand that they got our shit but we're not gonna fall for it or they're not saying they're gonna fall for it but they're like if they release something they release it we're not going to negotiate what's the word oh, yeah. we're not going to negotiate with terrorists i think the big question there is um <laughs> You know, for a while, their PlayStation had taken Cyberpunk off the store. Have they put it back up yet? Has what's the news on that? Is anybody? Why did they do? Uh, because so, it was broken. Yeah, and... because, so of, because of how bad the graphics were functioning on the PS4, PlayStation took it off their store and refunded uh, or offered refunds to anybody who had bought a copy for the PlayStation because of how bad it ran. Yeah, because. You, you couldn't play it. It, it, was a, it yeah, it was an eight-bit game <laughs> on a PS4. 
It was horrendous. Yeah, because... Yeah, the consoles definitely needed some work on that, but... On their... But... They weren't but ready. The, it wasn't re- it, it wasn't... Especially wasn't ready, ready for a console release. It was pretty darn smooth on PC. There were some glitches, obviously. Look, there were some well, graphical the graphics glitches. looked pretty good on PC. Oh, it am- looked amazing on PC. It like, yeah, yeah, and then on, on console, the people it who... reminded me of the days of uh, Tomb Raider on PlayStation One. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely looked like. Take me back, bro. Jeez. But back to the topic of their hack is like, I personally, I don't like. Obviously, CD Projekt Red has a reason to be worried, but I think they're handling it well. Of like, well. So either with their response that they've at least publicly released at this point as of 1048, February 9th, Pacific Standard Time, 2021. Um, But, sorry, that was a cluster. But (laughs) they are like, yeah, they caught us. We're not going to deal with them we're not going to negotiate with them we're not going to talk to them if they got it and they are they're threatening to release something and they release something they release it they leak it they gave an update to the people saying like none of your guys's data got leaked like in all of this like don't worry about that like they just leaked they got our shit they didn't get your shit don't worry that's the thing is yeah (laughs) well that's what they were going after was the source code for the games but honestly i could that's asked whether or not the company doesn't care about the source code and whether or not they um, end up releasing it or not. I'm kind of curious about what it is that the company was trying to hide. And you know, if they're this it, confident about letting these hackers do what they want, not backing so down. So either them, they but... could have something defamatory on them or it could have been just a, Haha, we found something defamatory just for to get them to pay them money. It could be just a... Something small. Could that be they're, a they're just like. Reach. It could it just could be a hail mary to get them to to get CD CD Project Red to panic. Yeah. Hunt it it could either be something big and you know they're they're double dipping. Uh, CD Project Red is double dipping and you know paying people off to hush them up. Or they didn't do anything. And just the point. hacker and the hackers are just like, "Hey, we got something dirty on you." give us five million dollars and then we'll we won't release it <laughs> or they're or they're not gonna do or they don't have anything yeah. it was just a, a what i can't even think of the word right now dude well i think uh, that uh gives us a nice little time to slide on over to our next topic of an interesting one because it's relevant to everybody um the gaming community and scalping of GPUs, consoles, going as far as the uh, Nintendo Switch. It's been a Graphics struggle. Cards, CPUs, Graphics cards, everything, every damn thing. Yeah, everything, ev- everything electronic. <laughs> every big release that has happened in the last year and two months has, has been ruined by. Has been ruined by scalpers. By piece of shit people. What is it? The Pers- most recently known as the like most people scalping the thirty ninety. Is it? All the 30 series, all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes. And personally, I have 
my Xbox One over there is a hand-me-down from my dad because he got a One X last year. It's our original Xbox One because I play mainly PC. He was like, my dad was like, hey, want an Xbox? We're like, sure, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> kind of interesting is actually uh, Walmart being a big factor in that um, having absolutely no security upon the release of PS5. Oh, yeah. And None. NVIDIA having no security on the release of the graphics card. And so now there's a lot of, like, I think it's Best Buy now is an exclu- is the exclusive for a lot of um, graphics cards. Does Best you Buy can't have get security? It- oh, they have great. They- yeah, they have some good bot protection. And that's why Best Buy is the exclusive now is like you can only get founders edition cards through best buy now here's the uh... because at least in at least in the united states it's best buy is one of i think the only place you can get certain graphics cards because best buy sponsor us <laughs> best buy sponsor me no no where, where but, where's uh... the where is it but, but no the big thing i want to talk about is um specifically with the PS5 and when the PS5 or previous to the PS5 being released I did a lot of research into what the PS5 was going to be able to do and honestly I looked at it and even as a full-time streamer I said I don't need that upon release I can wait until I'm comfortable with the amount of money I'm spending on it and even now I'm I I'm really not super enthusiastic about finding one. And so <laughs> I think it's kind of interesting to think about the fact that scalpers are going and charging $1,700 on day for PS5s. And I think that's just ridiculous. How many, I'm curious as to how many people are actually trying to get a PS5 and they want it so badly that they'd be willing to pay that. And honestly, I don't think Oh, that... there's people out there like with, I mean, outside of, outside of big streamers. That gamers, though? That's the question. Is it gamers or is it no. people don't know better? That are yeah. just I, th- I think, I think, I think, it, I think it's a, a 100% it's taking advantage of the people who don't know better because of the yeah. gamers who really want to play it. They'll wait because they have their PS4. They already have something to bide their time. Reason why I haven't bought a yeah. new graphics card. One, I'm broke. Two, I have a functional computer that does 99% of the stuff that I want to do. Sure, it'd be great to have a 3080 or 3070 to do what I... To have a higher frame rate, be able to use the new NVENC encoder so I can you know, single stream or single PC stream better and not advertising War of the Worlds over here. But <laughs> I found the TV. But, um, that desk. was kind of what I was curious about. What I was going to ask uh, specifically GP and IC about was whether or not you guys feel the same way or similarly, uh, you know, about the the thirty series. I do the PS five. Yeah, personally, yeah, I'm definitely. If I ever, when I do come around to the time of buying a new graphics card, um, I'm not going to spend scalper prices. That's for sure. I I know the worth and it's not a 3070 or a 3060 is not worth $1,700. They're three to $400. If that (laughs) they're, they are MSRP. Uh, This is all I'm going to pay. If it's on sale from Best Buy and I get a really good deal. Fuck. Yeah. 
but I'm not going to spend scalper prices. So I've got a functional as, card. As of lately, I've been looking to build a new PC. And um, what I've came to the conclusion recently is because I'm running a first-gen Ryzen. I'm running um, a, the, the, an old motherboard. So what I've decided, and I, I've been like on the fence about it, and I've discussed it, I know, at great length with you guys, is that I wanted? I had a very specific image in my head of what I wanted my PC to look like. Aesthetics to me on a PC are one of the big things, and I wanted to do an all white PC build. I wanted it to be all white. Arctic I wanted Thunder. To, yeah, Arctic Thunder. But what that'd I be want, a cool name. But what I probably didn't use. But <laughs> but what I wanted to do was build an all white PC. But looking at scalper prices is tough. So what I've had to do recently is there's a website. Um, and I, I, not, I don't want to really throw it out there, um, but there is a website where a guy runs his own bot service. But what he does is he runs the bots, acquires all this, but then just resells it at MSRP and makes no profit. Now, the he's botting the botters. Botting the botters to, <laughs> just for chaos. And I, I've been looking at buying through him. He doesn't unfortunately have any white graphics cards available right now. However, he does have ryzen cpus available and i've been like every day i look at it, i go fuck i really should just do it and i'm really on the fence about just buying a white motherboard buying my fucking cpu and just slapping it in there and slapping because i've got a 2070 super that's going to do well no matter what but i slap my my 2070 super in there for a temporary card and then eventually i can build up to the build that i want when the cards become available yeah, that's what a lot of people do, and I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock you for it because you know, the world is a crazy place right now. So obviously, it's not going to look the way you want it right out the gate. Shit, it took me. I bu I built my initial computer in 2015, and there's still some parts that I have saved. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, in this computer. What's funny is I gave GP the opposite of. I said, you know, like you have a vision, and you know, like don't settle. It would not be, but in my opinion, that's not the selling. only thing. Would the only the only thing that would be no, off with his would be the graphics that, card. That's, yeah. Basically, he would have all the parts that he would need except for the graphics card. And then, if I had the money and a graphics card came available, I could just swing up, pick it up, and, and it I, takes yeah, two watch. seconds to swap out a graphics card. Well, yeah. yeah so I I, th I I think I've came to the conclusion of buying all the parts that I want except for the graphics card, slapping them onto a build, and then having just a black graphics card that'll be out of place, but. White have... on black, to be honest, though, white on black doesn't look bad. So it's no, not like it's a I mean, you can even, paint even... graphics card. I could paint, paint it. <laughs> yeah, but... you could totally paint it if you wanted to. But People, like that... pull the shroud off and paint it. Yeah, bet. So I think the big question is when are we going to see scalpers ruining hardware? Never. Like what? Look can at you, what can these places do to help and... even a little. The only thing that they could more do... More bot protection. More bot protection. But the only thing they could do, and it would be unfortunate for most people, is in-person sales. That'd be the only way to ever completely stop it, is you can't buy graphics cards online anymore. You have to buy them in person. Because but the I thing can, is, with that, there's... I can that's to stop the accounts. botting. Of, that's to stop the botting, though. But to in order for them to stop the in-person scalping, they're going to have to basically screw over 90% of the population and make whatever product they're selling You'll, not to resell. So there's always going to be scalping, 100%, because look at 
like if we're ever able to go back to sports games tickets for the Padres or whatever your team is and you don't have a ticket and you get Padres tickets yeah (laughs) everyone's so struggling to get Padres tickets right now now. but like but like well, there's always going to be scalpers like for every single thing. There's always going to be scalpers, and it's never going to be foolproof. But what companies can do, at least for the online sales, because you have to have online sales. Because yeah, Amazon especially. Amazon exists. All, all it is is online. Other than Seattle, they've got their weird walk-in store stores in for groceries. Oh, a bookstore here. And Okay, apparently they have a bookstore in Southern California. But they there's always going to be online sales. So they're going to have to do like email verification and like make sure you're <laughs> yeah, sponsor us Coca-Cola and Jack Daniels. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like they're going to have to have more email verification. Anti-bot software It's not going to be a hundred percent foolproof because people are going to make their bots better. But like, Limit two, limit two, because there's going to be still people who want to do SLI, so you ha- can't just limit one. You're going to have yeah. to limit two, or limit one per forty-eight hours. At least just limit like four. That's it. So like no four, when you're much. still uh, four yeah. is too much. Force two too much. because of SLI builds and uh, dual graphics cards builds. Well, yeah, or way too much. There's no point. Also, I'd, I'd say it's the same. My wife has an oh, Xbox yeah. 360. I love a PS. Or yeah, there's two console households. I mean, there's two Xboxes in my apartment now. My roommate, he's got his Xbox One. But and when the, the, what we're, my old roommate what was here, his Xbox is, and PS4. Are we? You know, are 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 we ever gonna? See Finally, developing eventually, yeah, software fast enough for people to actually yeah. lives and thirty eight. Eventually, eventually, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot more in the back end that I think we realize that takes to build these softwares to be strong enough to go. Oh, that's a bot, and go deny the account. That or like I know some companies have been like. Once the order, they don't ship out the order until they contact the purchaser and verify that they're an actual person. I know, I think um, some graphic, I don't remember which one, but I remember reading online is they were letting orders in and then they were contacting all of the people, just sending them an email to get a reply. If they didn't get the reply that they needed, they would just cancel the order. That's smart, actually. Yeah, that's really smart. And you could do that, or um, like how Steam does. Obviously, scalping isn't an issue with Steam, but they still don't want botters. They, you know, make your make sure you have your account for so long. You can you can't do certain things unless you do certain things. Yeah. Like you can't really, you can't add friends on Steam until you have at least a you buy a game and have so many hours. Verification. Well, yeah. Need microchips. <laughs> then we are going to be the, then we'll be the bots you can't bot if everyone's a bot exactly <laughs> you can't beat them join them <laughs> all right 
coming to our closing I thoughts, I uh, <laughs> want to ask each, all, uh, all of us individually, our least favorite thing about COVID and the best thing that about related to gaming or in general. Well, gaming slash our lives as gamers. Um, well, I can say GP, at, TP yeah. knows my worst, but I'm not going to go into it. I mean, uh, I think you um, all know about it, but I'm not going to go into it. Um, I think the worst. Ex- I mean, I don't. As a gamer, I think the worst experience was just trying to get anything new and and get into gaming, or like get into new games because everybody was obsessed with gaming and everybody wants to play with you all of a sudden. And it's like, like my big thing were like friends that weren't big gamers before are now like big into gaming and like we got really into playing call of duty together and all this stuff but it's like i have i've been playing games forever i have tons of games and tons of hours like just let me play the other games and like they're constantly like let's play call of duty warzone let's play warzone let's play warzone (laughs) it's like guys like i have like a thousand other games and i understand and i appreciate the fact that you guys are in games now but i have other games that i want to play but i want to i want to play forest with I see. <laughs> yeah, I want to play the forest, or I want to get on my VR headset, or I want to get on, you know, or I want to play. Of, we you should know, play forest in VR. We should play forest in VR. <laughs> but I, I think the the biggest issue was like trying to get those friends to understand, like, hey, gaming isn't just one game; it's tons of games. And it's not I, just the meta at the time. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think, you know. Uh, my friends really didn't understand that and they would be like well why do you play with other people and it's like dude i play tons of games bro like i have i have a steam library that's probably got you know 500 games in it i've got other you know and i probably got another 200 on other things i probably got over 700 games like i'm gonna play them i spend money on them i'm gonna play them oh yeah i can definitely relate to that and um not just on playing different games but just on playing with different uh, oh yeah brett can attest to this you know we had but you know before a lot of this we had a youth squad for call of duty <laughs> so whenever yeah. i'm i'm playing with somebody else or playing a different game you know, they're like hey like where where the hell are you at why aren't you here <laughs> playing yeah, call of duty where me. are you oh yeah yeah Ho- totally same. like and same. that's why i also love because another thing is like even when you're not like you had your normal squad, but sometimes you just hang out with those people in Discord and just play different games. Like a buddy of mine was playing like Assetto Corsa. I was playing DCS. Another friend was playing um something else. Space engineers. I don't know. We're all playing different games. We're all just <laughs> vibing in Discord chatting. That's another cool thing that Discord has done is brought a lot of people together. Like oh, yeah. I've made a lot of friends because of yep. COVID and streaming. There's some community members of mine that if I didn't stream, I wouldn't be friends with them. I wouldn't have those friends in my life, like uh, Homeless and Biker and a couple other people that have popped into my stream and now they're in my Discord and now they're all, we all just bullshit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Then, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, Dirt Biker sent me this, and it's a Rick Roll. 
awesome. He rickrolled me when he sent me some 3D printed stuff. <laughs> rickrolled you via USB. That's amazing. Dude, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sent me some 3D printed uh, stuff for my flight gear. And then he's like, oh, there's a flash drive in there. I plug it in. It's a rickroll. It's like a super long chain of don't click this button. Don't click this folder. Don't, 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 don't click this. I told you. Open it up. It's a rickroll. He's like, that was the most expensive rickroll I've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bresky. Least favorite and favorite Um, part. You know, I didn't really have any negative... I mean, uh, like, gaming downsides to gaming. Um, I mean, but I'd say that I mean, one of the positives is I got to, like, play and meet new friends, like Icy was saying. And I was just going to say that, uh, you know, I think um, it, it definitely had an effect on you where we're an essential work. And... Now, before COVID, you were trying to start up stream, and honestly, I think COVID well, hit and yeah, you couldn't stream say, at all because like, you were working six days. I mean, yeah, that was an issue, but I mean, I wasn't an essential. I wasn't working. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't working <laughs> in the grocery industry like when this shit first popped off. I were like. Yeah, not right at the beginning. Probably about six months into COVID is when I started. I was just like, yeah, like. But I would I, say, that's you know, the like, working in the grocery industry and that yeah, influencing was, your move definitely pulled you away from the stream. Oh, there was definitely, there's, yeah, with, there's a lot going on that, like, I had to kind of, that took, took me away from streaming, but. Now that everything's kind of settled out, I'm more getting into starting my stream, creating... I mean, shit, the past two weeks, I think, I've streamed probably five times more, more than, than I have. More than you ever have. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, but, again. I, I see. Dude. Yeah, uh, that's what I, that's what I have, have to specifics. say about it. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said earlier, is this the making more friends? And if, like... Well... Danny, you and I, we knew each other from work. Oh yeah. Years back in like twenty fifteen. Yeah, back in twenty fifteen we knew each other from work ago, and we've kept in shit. touch because of you asking me random Geek Squad fucking questions of oh, like, yeah. oh, how do I do Because I helped you build your first or <laughs> like at least spec out your first computer. Oh yeah. And then, and has given me then COVID hit. <laughs> and then COVID hit and now we're just, now we're making a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, did you have any negatives specifically? I mean, actually, well, sorry, not to just to go back to one of the positives. I mean, I didn't know you guys that well before this shit happened. If at all. I, I don't mean, think I knew you. At, yeah. I don't think I knew you until COVID. No, I we knew each other before COVID. A little bit. Did we? Like, In the way yeah. that dominoids know each other. Yeah, like... I, to be honest, I... Mean, I didn't even know he worked at Domino's. Was Scott <laughs> at the same time. Did, did he go to the beach that day we went with all the people in Santee that one day? From that, I was yeah. one of the people who drove. Yeah. Oh wait, Brett, you went to the beach with us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <okay>. shit. <laughs> so, like, fuck. Oh, 
all I remember but, uh, is that Danny drove alone and I drove everyone else because every he did because he was the smoker and everyone was like, I don't want to be in that car. So I drove. Yeah. Shit. Definitely been great. Okay. Yeah, than, uh, like like the GP for sure. Yeah. I don't think I knew. No, I we definitely, I knew no, yeah, I definitely didn't know. Yeah, I don't COVID. think I knew GP before COVID. But like, yeah, there's a lot of people I didn't, you know, what I mean, that I met through COVID. That's another positive that was like. Me personally, um, I, I as a full time streamer, have had mixed feelings all the way through. You know, because like we've previously stated, um, more people at home means more viewership and more potential for viewership. But it also means more competition. As the months went by, a lot of people are going, hey, um, still waiting on this stimulus. I want to be a streamer. <laughs> and so uh, I don't have any statistics yeah. on it, but definitely there's been a huge increase in the amount of the stimulus paid. The first stimulus paid for this desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say the Our graphics cards. mixed feelings across the board for me. Yeah. Mixed feelings without getting too political. It's just mixed oh, feelings yeah. of how things could be handled compared to other countries. Like, so without getting super political into this, because this is a gaming podcast, not a political podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not getting into politics here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No. Now it's time for the shameless plugs because I want to give myself some work while editing. I am Dancing Gaming over on Twitch. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube and TikTok. ICNSD. I am ICNSD over on Twitch and TikTok and YouTube. Yeah, I do have a YouTube. There isn't anything <laughs> over there yet other than old VODs. Um, but Twitch.tv, all that, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, all that. You can find me over there for some shenanigans and uh Damn, you got all the social media sites. Dude, I have got all the social medias. Shit, subscribe to my OnlyFans. (laughs) All right. Kyle Growing Pain Grow. Uh Growing Pain on Twitch. Uh Growing Pain TTV pretty much on everything else. Twitter, Twitch, or Twitter, TikTok. Uh, growing pain on YouTube as well. I've got like one video out, but I really need to focus on you. Oh yeah, that was a that was a good video <laughs> and, too. Funny. And I think I'm the most basic out of all you guys. You can just find me on Twitch, Bretsky Twitch streams. as Bretsky Streams and YouTube, but there's nothing on there like I see because I don't have an editor. I, I or have <laughs> I have old vlogs. I don't have and... shit. Like I don't yeah, we're not gonna talk about my YouTube, but yeah, I'm gonna be streaming to Twitch more Britsky streams. Thank you all for tuning in to, uh tuning in to the Gamer Code podcast. <laughs> if you want to check us out individually, check out the links in the description. We are amazing content creators. And join our Discord. And subscribe. Yeah, join the Discord. S- subscribe, like subscribe to the YouTube comment. And subscribe to my only all that jazz. <laughs> we Want to hear some mm. feedback? We want to hear. Got to secure you. the user name, bro. See you. Check us out. All right. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. I really got to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Go poop. I've, I've, really poop. Poop. I've, I've had a poop since like. Half-